0: Well, hey guys, what is happening? You're listening to the Timmy Riggs Podcast Life. In the meantime, I have a lot of exciting things happening in the background. I'm getting prepared for the Meantime Weekend. That is just two weeks away. I can't believe it. There'll be 11 guys going with me to a cabin in Broken Bow. And as I've been saying, the bottom line is it's going to be three days where we focus on encouraging, celebrating, and challenging one another. Ultimately, it is saying... We know there's more in us. We can grow. There are practices we can put into our life that can help us become exactly who we know we are called to be. We don't want to waste this life. We want to make sure that we're squeezing every bit out of it that we can. The bottom line is that happens absolutely best if we are in community. We are walking arm to arm with a bunch of guys saying we're going in the same direction together. So that's in two weeks. After that, We're going to just keep that momentum going because I'll be launching the Meantime Group. If you're interested in that, please uh, DM me or text me or go to timmyriggs.com and you can find the Meantime Group page there. You can ask me whatever questions you want. I will say, full disclosure, I think it's going to be about $25 a month. Now, that gives you a lot of awesome access. First of all, you get immediate... Access to the Meantime Group platform. This will be a page that is focused around community engagement. You get to hop in, create your profile, and then say what's up to everybody else on the community feed and start sharing where you're at, where you want to go, and how everyone else can help you get there. So basically, imagine a life networking group uh, for your life. And so it's going to be all around our mind, money, and movement, which bottom line is that that leads to every other part of our life. And so, yeah, my goal and my hope is that three, five, ten years down the road, you're like, man, the meantime group is ultimately what led me to become the fullest version that I am right now. And so I'm really excited about that. And I think that's all the updates. Uh Oh, and Wednesday, I will be publishing a podcast episode with JC Rodriguez. He's a social media content creator around specifically money, finances, and I think I said it at the end of my last episode, but he actually has over a million subscribers on his different platforms. And so he's a young guy, and I think uh, there's a lot that you can pull from in the ways that he got where he's at, how he's making sure he stays there, and ultimately just kind of living within the rhythms of how do you continue to navigate something that's so big and has so much potential and uh, going from there. So it was a fun conversation I think you'll be interested in, and I've got a lot of other cool interviews on the schedule, so I hope that you are paying attention to that and are something that you are encouraged by. And like I said before, the goal is Monday and Wednesday to release new episodes Bottom line is, on my Instagram is where I'm most active. That's kind of my home base. And so if there's anything you need to know or you're interested in, please let me know. And like I said, you can contact me even through my website, TimmyRiggs.com. Today, I want to talk about all of us getting to this place where we stop trying to be a better leader. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, look, that doesn't matter. I'm not in a leadership role at work or um, I don't really care that much about trying to become a better leader. But at the end of the day, I do believe, as John Maxwell has said, that everybody's a leader. At some point in their life, everyone has something to lead. And take it all the way down to the fact that you have yourself to lead first, which is kind of the most important thing. But the goal is just stop trying to be a better leader. And so what do I mean by that? Uh, Leadership, I'm guessing, has basically always been a hot topic. But I do think over the last 30 years, it's gotten more focused specifically on leadership. And I think rightfully so, because we look around, there are so many people who are in leadership roles, management roles, that are just bad leaders. They're poor leaders. They're not good at it. Uh, And I'm not saying they're bad people. I just mean a lot of times people get promoted into management roles because they're good at managing tasks, but they're bad at leading people. So look at my former industry, uh, pastoral ministry. That's where I was, and it doesn't take long to look around the church and see, okay, we're experiencing that too, some rough leadership stuff. And I'd say about a decade ago, right when I got to college, so 12, 13 years ago, There were some prominent leaders in the church that began to notice this, too, and start talking about leadership um, more specifically. And then that led to, like, every prominent pastor in the U.S. writing books about leadership, throwing huge conferences, and getting people on the leadership train. I really like the heart, but from my vantage point, it created something really weird on accident. It created this desire in people not to just actually be good leaders, but to be impressive leaders. So that's where the main focus came, right? So the word leader and leadership started getting thrown around as if like almost in the church world, it was equal to holiness, that if you could attain a certain level of leadership status, you have arrived and you do that best by the way you impress people, right? Now, I love learning about leadership, but still felt kind of uneasy as all this was going, even as a young leader myself. And the funny thing is, I don't know if the focus on leadership actually solved leadership problems because it created a new one, that idea of I want to be an an impressive leader instead of just a impactful one. So Kerry Newhoff, he's a prominent church leader. He's brought a lot of attention to these issues in his podcasts and his blogs. And he recognizes that there is a huge lack of leadership health within the church as much as there is within culture. And that's happening right now. So he's saying, even though we've been focusing for 15, 13, 12 years on leadership within the church, it's still not solving the problem. And so the bottom line, he says, is that leaders who lack the ability to leave themselves will always have a hard time leading others. Often they'll burn them out in the process too. What I'm trying to point out is that I see a lot of young leaders in the church, but also older ones, whose main focus is around, how do I get better as a leader? And I just think that's not the right question. At first it sounds like it, but I think the very heart of it is, how do I? So very quickly, this path becomes about your image, your value, and your reputation. I want everyone to become better leaders, but I want it done right, okay? I've been on the wrong end of this, and so I'm even speaking from my own experience. Many times I look back and see that I sucked as a leader, especially as a young leader. The root cause was because my focus was how incredible could I seem as a leader, The beauty for me was once I jumped from a traditional role about two years ago, without a title and all the things that I thought made me impressive were now gone. I had to step into real life leadership class, which was the realization that the group of people I was leading was now a group and party of one, which was just me. So my question moved from how do I become a better leader to, well, I'm not really leading anyone, so what will it take for my wife to feel valued and pursued? How will my friends know that I'm here for them? And what practices do I need to instill to make sure I'm healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, and in my finances? So weirdly, the minute I gave up any type of position that was recognized as a leadership role is when I felt like I actually began the dirty work of becoming a better leader. I left all the leadership jargon to the side, and I dropped the concern about impressing anyone and instead focused my intention on what Jesus tells us to do seek first the kingdom. Now I know that sounds so cliche, but it's like Jesus himself says, look, if you want to be great, be a servant to all, begin to serve people. And so if God's reign is being like that of a kingdom, then we are to mimic it. What did Jesus do? He came to serve, to give himself up for those that he was leading. Now we hear that a lot and that's preached really hard at church, But to make sure, I think mostly, to to fill volunteer spots on Sunday mornings, to make sure doors are being open, to make sure chairs are being stacked, and to make sure that all the annoying stuff that no one really wants to do is done. And I'm not saying that's not part of it, okay? I've stacked thousands of chairs in my life, but that's definitely not all of it. And when that's how it's led to talk about in the church, like, oh, if you do, if you stack enough chairs, eventually you can make it to the worship team. That's not the point. That's not the point of seeking first the kingdom. That's not the point of serving people. That's just missing the mark, all right? So if the goal is actually, well, I really want to be a better leader because I want to influence people around me to a better life, to a better future, then we've got to look at it kind of differently, right? So let's break it down. If if we are looking at God's kingdom as it's breaking in and we're called to mimic the king, How does a kingdom work? Okay, let's break it down really, really small, right? Let's say there's a kingdom of 100 people. What is the king's job? It's someone who has been appointed to help protect and provide for the people, period. That's the first goal, to be involved in their daily lives and to make sure the health of the community is the highest priority. In a community that small, the king's job is not to just sit on his throne Forcing people to please him. He is involved. He's advising projects that are happening within the community. He's sharing wisdom on how to operate within their relationships. He's involved in the collection of resources. He's listening to the concerns of the whole. In other words, he's getting his hands dirty. Now, we've heard that too, right? Um, But he's far less concerned with being impressive and more focused on making a daily impact for those involved. How does the king know how to do this well? Because he did it in his own life first. And then he started to help people around him do it. And then eventually that led to an influence that he earned through his actions, not his words. His focus would be on doing the right next thing, not being some magical guru. For me, let's break that all the way down, to even what I'm doing my meantime weekend. That is the point. It is not saying, hey, come to this weekend because I'm going to be your guru and I'm going to tell you all these seven things to do to make your life perfect. It is, hey, I want a group of guys walking with me through life and where we are encouraging, celebrating, and challenging one another. I'm not seeing anything like this that exists. If it does, it's $5,000 for a weekend. I wanna make it more accessible. I wanna be a part of this. So I'm just gonna put it on myself. So obviously I'm breaking the like rule on how to talk about anything. Um, In a way that doesn't make it sound like it's all about you. But the bottom line is I stepped into a leadership role that was not based around impressing people, but instead impacting my friends and me because I didn't see that this was happening anywhere else that was accessible. And so I just decided to point the way and start moving that way and see if anyone else would come and people did right so. Hey, real quick, just wanted to take a second to once again remind you about the Meantime Group. It'll be launching after the Meantime Weekend sometime this September. If you are a guy, looking for a community of people that are saying, hey, I want to grow and I want to be encouraged and I want to do that for other people as well. Then this is going to be the group for you. There's going to be so many different things for us to do within this group. First of all, when you become a member you get instant access to the membership page, this is a platform that is built all around community about engaging where we are, where we're going, how we can help one another get there, and then also uh, two group Zoom sessions throughout the month with guest speakers. One monthly get together where we see each other in person if you are local. Exclusive invites to different exercise events and different group outings. Also early access to everything that I end up putting out whether it's an invitation to the next Meantime Weekend or any products that I sell. So if this interests you please let me know or share it with a friend say, hey, this is where you're going to begin to see your life move forward. You're going to be inspired, encouraged, and challenged. That is ultimately a small, small example of what it looks like to lead. I don't feel like I'm in the front. I feel like I'm locked arms and we're walking forward, making a way through the wilderness, making a way and creating a path. So John Maxwell talks about how everyone is a leader. I said that up top, but he also combats the fact that it's not lonely at the top. He says, if you think that you're a leader, but no one is following you, then you're just on a hike by yourself. And we hear people say, oh, it's lonely at the top. It's lonely being a leader. Yeah. Well, you're doing it wrong. The goal there for you is it's this pyramid that you sit at the top of and everyone else is impressed by all the things you have to say and all the things you're doing. When instead it's like, no, we're we're in a line together or we're in a circle together and we're going to move forward. I remember Simon Sinek talked about how he went and saw a tribe and and the chief sat in the circle with everybody else, not elevated or anything. It was a circle where everyone had the opportunity to give their input. The other thing was he quotes Nelson Mandela who says that his father as the chief of the tribe would always speak last. And it's this idea of just saying, "Look, I'm not the only one here. We're collecting life goals and good decisions and practices together." So one great test to know whether you're just a manager trying to impress people, trying to get better at being a leader versus an actual leader who is influencing the way people live life is to ask yourself this. How often do people ask you how you make your life work? How often do people ask you how you make your life work? And I don't mean because they're enamored by your busy schedule, but rather because they're inspired by the rhythms you have around your marriage, health, finances, and relationships. So here's the bottom line. Quit trying to be a better leader. Focus more on the decisions that help you lead your own life well. Get your mind, money, and movement right. Focus more on being a better friend by cheering with your friends when something good happens and just listen and be there for them when something bad happens. Listen with the intent to hear before responding. Check in on them when you haven't heard them for a while, right? Seek a deeper relationship with God with that being the only motive. Not that you want to impress people by how spiritual you are. No one actually cares about your work accomplishments and accolades. Nobody wants to hear your stupid buzzwords about leadership. No one cares how you say you're leading something. Your actions will be the only tell. What people want to know is that you're pointing to a better future for everyone involved and that you're walking with them to get there. When you actually do that, even when you make the wrong move or decisions at times, it's understood and forgiven way better because they know you're charting a course that's never been trekked before. Here's the key in doing this well. At any point, if you ask yourself, how will I be perceived, then you know you are doing it wrong. The only question you should be asking is, does this help all of us move forward in the process of a better future? I'm not saying obviously that we don't want to work to become better leaders. We just don't want to work to become better leaders if it's about us looking better. The goal is, hey, we want a better life for us and those around us, and we're going to start making decisions to get there. Understand there are all types of nuances and uh, different tools and skills that you can use, especially within your job, to be a better leader. I'm for those things. But if you look in the mirror and your leadership is connected to your reputation and your Ability to impress people, then it's going to be a really lonely path and you'll burn out as much as you're making the people underneath you burn out. But if instead it's, hey, I just think there's a better option and we're going to start moving this way together and I'm going to be in it with you, then you have a much higher chance of being successful as a leader. So it's not how can I be better as a leader, it's how can I get better individually as a person who cares about the people around me. And bottom line is, if you're doing that, you're going to get better as a leader. With that said, I hope that that was encouraging. Um, Again, there are so many different ways to talk about this, but I'm just trying to bring the mindset around it to where we're going to live the best life possible for ourselves when we're not concerned about what people see us as or what they think of us as. And instead it's, hey, I'm just on this path of growth. I'm on this path of being more whole and more fulfilled. And when you're doing that, it just spills over, right? It's like David when he says, man, my cup runneth over. Well, where's that go? That goes to other people. It's going to be contagious. When you are actually moving in the right direction for your life, that's when people say, How do you make your life work? And you can share it with them and you can begin to walk with them. It's not about, I want to impress you with my schedule, all the things I get done, how fit I am. That's not it. It's just, I think this is the best way to live life. And if you want to learn more, you can, right? And so that is that. So as you move through whatever it is you're leading, if the question is, how will I be perceived? Then you need to start changing it to, how can I help us all move forward in the process of a better future. You can rate this podcast. You can share it with a friend. You can find me on my website, timmyriggs.com or on my socials at Timmy underscore Riggs for Instagram, Timmy Riggs at Facebook, uh, YouTube. Still trying so hard to figure out a good rhythm there. If you have any questions about the other things I have coming up, please let me know, and I hope you have a great day. And in the meantime, hope you enjoy it here while you're trying to get there.